Welcome to Places, a podcast about touring the country and going places and being in theater. That's what it is, and we're sticking to it. And Places, the podcast about places. <laughs> uh, my name is Jacob, and uh, with me is my uh, sexy British co-host, Rob Colvin. Are you going to say that every time? I am going to say that every time. <laughs> Yo, what's up, people? Uh, so we are here in our lightning edition of Places Podcast, and we are literally doing this during the interval of our show. Yes, uh, uh, Rob calls it the interval because he's British and weird, but over oh, yeah. here in America, we call it intermission. So it is literally currently intermission uh, <laughs> of the Book of Mormon. Or as my and dad calls it, halftime. Half, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, we're going to answer some questions uh, that people sent us through our Instagrams. Uh, yeah. We posted on our stories the other day uh, asking for questions, and during this, we're just going to answer them. Okay, so the first one I've got, let's go straight in. Favorite state to visit? Favorite state to visit? Yeah. That was the question from Pharmacy Princess. <laughs> <laughs> Pharmacy Princess. <laughs> I love that. Good work, Pharmacy Princess. Um, what uh, do you answer first? Okay, my favorite state has to be California. Yeah. Pure, I mean, I'm, I assume that you're going to say the same because you are a Californian well, and I know you love it. What I'm going to say because I'm from there is uh, uh, I, I don't visit that. Like when I'm there, I don't feel like I'm visiting. I feel like I'm home. So sure. if I'm going to talk about a place to visit, who that's, uh, uh, you know, I've uh, I actually really liked. Um, Oregon. We haven't been there in a long time, but Oregon. Good show. Uh, good show. The Oregon and Washington. I, I I said this before, but I love the mm. West Coast. Pacific, that Pacific Northwest. Yeah. is gorgeous. Pacific Northwest is yeah. amazing. I just wish it didn't rain so much. Yes. We were there in January of 2018, and whilst <sighs> yeah. it was beautiful, we were there for two weeks, and it rained nonstop, pretty much every <laughs> like, day. Every single day. Yeah. I mean, my sister goes to school. In Seattle, and mm. it's the same thing. It's like constantly raining, which but I should be used to. You honestly, should. I'm from you know London, but that's that's why you come to the states to get away from that, right? Which is why <laughs> I love California so much. It's well, like exactly. thank God I can finally get out of the pissing rain. <laughs> California for me just has so much of everything. I love the beach. I love uh, surfing. I love the outdoors lifestyle, which is one of the reasons that I love America so much because I feel like you guys have that so much more than we do back home just simply because you don't have the weather for it well that's that's the funny thing because like you would think because the uk is an island like you'd think you could be on the beaches all the time but it just it's ter- the weather's terrible and the beaches are terrible as well <laughs> it is like some of the grimiest looking there are some nice beaches in cornwall and other places that i haven't been probably but my general idea of beaches in the uk first is that the weather is awful and secondly that they are grimy. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, let's go on to the next question. Okay. Someone asked me, how was Hawaii? Because... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I should preface that I just got back from Hawaii a couple of weeks ago. And Hawaii... I mean, you know, that's going to be hard. I might have to throw that yeah, into... Wait, yeah, wait. Yeah. Would Hawaii was absolutely stunning and incredible. I did Oahu, I did the North Shore, and I surfed around there. I actually stayed in Yeah, a... I was going to say, this is the best part of this story. <laughs> I stayed in a camper van, and I slept out of it and traveled around on my You found it on, like, own. Airbnb? Yeah, and he it was just, it, so He was cheap. driving around in this van... Like, you're a, you're a hobo. You're a surf hobo. That's what you were But that's Hawaii. kind of what I wanted to go over there and be. I wanted to go over and be a surf hobo. And then I spent the rest of the time in 
uh, Waikiki, which was like a crazy, kind of like Vegas or somewhere like that, and so different huh. to where I'd been. And um, yeah. That's stunning. amazing. See, and I've still never been to Hawaii. Lived my whole life in the States, I've never been. I will, I will, eventually. Yeah, it's, right. it's, yeah, amazing place. Okay, what is the strangest food you've tried in the U.S.? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's mostly, this is mostly catered to you mm, as well. Yeah, well, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Deep fried. Everything. Everything. <laughs> alligator. Oh, yeah, Deep fried yeah, alligator in New Orleans. Yeah. That was a bit crazy. Yeah. I mean, New Orleans was an amazing city, but. We were staying right in the heart of the French district. Is uh-huh. that what you call it? The yes, French, it was. French the French Quarter. Quarter. And you can't get a vegetable for love nor money in that <laughs> place. It's like one of these places that is, you know, so full of, uh, it's like a party city. Yeah, and it reminds me a bit of Beale Street, actually. Really. Yeah, very the similar. Very similar. Border, Beale yeah. Street and that street in Nashville yes, where it's absolutely. all about music, all about yeah. bars, all about drinking. Um, but the French Quarter... Yeah, there wasn't too much, too many options other than deep fried this and that. So, okay, how was deep fried alligator? It was good, I think. Yeah. It would kind of tasted, if I remember correctly, it was like slightly chewier chicken. Yeah. If you'd have played, it was like halfway between a sort of shellfish and a chicken. Weird. Yeah. But it was good. I'm going to answer this. I'm going to extrapolate a little bit because in the States, like, I don't know, stuff doesn't seem weird to me. But I did go to China. Uh, once when I was much younger and although I didn't eat it the strangest thing I saw for sale was wait for it sheep penis <laughs> and the guy had the guy had it was this <laughs> it was this twisty long white thing and, and it, it, was a and, penis. it was a penis <laughs> and he was selling it on the street to eat and next to it was um it was a sign that said pictures five dollars. Oh my god! Because I'm like, of course, nobody buys this to eat. You just have it here so that people have to pay you for pictures. And my grandfather, who I went on the trip with, he had his camera out and he just snapped a picture. And the guy was like, "Hey, hey, five dollars!" And my grandpa flipped him off and walked oh. away. Oh, oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> I would love. By the way, if we have any listeners. Um, uh. I mean, if we have any listeners, firstly. <laughs> First off, yeah, thank you. My we, goodness. Thank you so much. <laughs> if, if we have any listeners who are particularly adept with music, I would love it if someone could just make some sort of mashup or DJ remix of <laughs> Jacob saying, wait for it, a sheep's penis. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that needs to be sampled into a song or something. If you make that, we will absolutely, absolutely include it in a future episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, that will be our new theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for it, a sheep's penis. Uh, wait for it, a sheep's penis. Wait, 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 wait for it. I have sheep to penis. I have to actually say one thing that was very weird. Uh, and I remember, I, actually, I don't actually think I've ever eaten it, but I see it on menus sometimes. It's chicken fried steak. Yeah, chicken fried steak. But it's What's not weird chicken. It? No, it's chicken fried steak. It's a steak that you fry like you would fry a chicken. Yeah, but you there's can no also chicken get, involved. I know, but you can also get chicken fried chicken, and that's the funniest that's thing. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> chicken fried steak was so baffling to me. I was like, is it, what's the meat then? And they it's like, steak. Yeah. Yeah, it's just fried like a chicken. There's <laughs> <laughs> just... Fried steak. Look, it is very self-explanatory, right in the name. <laughs> You're an ass. You don't get it. Um, here's a question that actually I got sent from our very own John Sankster, who is in this room with us. Being very quiet. He's being very quiet. 
Hi, I love you both. Hi, we love you too, John. Uh, John asked us, uh, what other duo would you two want to co-star on stage together? I think that's a great question. Um, um, what other co-star? What, like, what other, like, duo? Of... Yeah, like, like uh, other good... than Price and Cunningham. Mm. Which is, I think, an awesome question. Well, we've um, always said that those two in Merrily We Roll Along would be Yes, good. I yeah. would love to do you as Frank and me as Charlie. That would be fun. That would be an absolute blast. Another yeah. one, um, <laughs> this is very dumb, but uh, Young Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> 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 or, young, or you, Young Frankenstein, and me as uh, Igor. Uh, Igor. That probably makes, <laughs> uh, let's be honest, that makes Igor. a lot more sense. Igor. Igor. I, you're right, you're right. What happened? Yeah, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. I was. You know. I mean, I'm I'm thinking more <laughs> West Side Story. You know, Maria and Tony. Yeah, absolutely. That that I think would be good. I mean, I've got the range. You, I was going to say you have the range for it actually. <laughs> or Christine Dyer in the Phantom. <laughs> you know what would actually also be amazing would be something along the lines of like Nabalungi and I'll do Cunningham. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Baptize me would be incredible. It would be. <laughs> if you'd like to hear us sing uh, excerpts from any of these Anything. songs, you know, tell us. Uh, we, we go follow, follow our Instagrams and tell us how much you want us to do that. We will do it. I'm saying I'll I'll do it. I'll absolutely do that. I that will watch Jacob do hilarious. it. Hilarious. Okay, I have a question for me. <laughs> Great, you know, love that. Which stereotype of Americans has been the most hilariously accurate? <laughs> they're kind of all a bit true to a certain extent honestly okay. all their stereotypes are based on something you know and to varying degrees I've seen a lot of them you okay. know? Californians for example I've seen some stoner Californians and some surfer dudes. I mean, certainly yes as we've gotten into the south we've seen some so- southern stereotypes and like by and large, people fluctuate, but I there's I'm, a lot. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of them that live well, up to look, it. I they're, think. they're based on they're based in they're based, something. They're based in some kind of truth, you mm. know, some kind of honest or observation, or like an old observation or something like sure. that. It's like there once was a time where that was the thing, and now fifty years on or whatever. Well, I'll give you the opposite. A, Go on. A, a, um, this is like a, a stereotype about British people mm. is that they're really smart. And knowing Rob, that's just bullshit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that, but some some stereotypes about British people, I think, are like hangovers from our first experience or your first experience, maybe of British us people. First experience as, with you, as in like, like World War Two ruling, ruling over us. That ah, would be yes, our first experience. That's true. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but like, in modern day, like I know that like. People think of like British food as being really bad over here and stuff like that. And I think that's because like, you know, I assume that's something to do with when GIs came over to the UK during World War Two and mean, the but food was food, bad. I, we were well, rationing at well, the time. No, and... no, no. The reason people think British food is bad is because mm. it's all cold weather food. It's yeah. all like put as many things as you can into a hot pot yeah. and maybe put it in some bread yeah. and shepherd's pie. It's delicious. It's not. Shepherd's pie is good. It depends on the shepherd's pie. I've had some bad shepherd's pie. Well, that's... I mean, I mean I've had bad okay, salmon. But, but, okay, but the best shepherd's pie will not be as good as the, the best, best taco. Mm. The best pizza. But I think that's the just best. a preference thing. 
Well, no. No, no, it's not. No, it's objectively accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Your opinion is wrong, okay? Um, yeah, that's a funny one. Um, I find it funny looking at some of the food. Like, So today, for example, we were treated to a lovely meal oh by the um, ushers here at the theater we're, so we're at in Memphis. Southern Shout food. out to them. My goodness. Like, oh, an incredible Lord. meal. But it was funny for me looking at some of these... You know, this food that some of it's like, you know, working class food, isn't it? That's where it comes from. Yeah. You know, it's like whatever was available. And it's, you know, like things like that were just, uh, like I say, available and hangovers from like, because I know a lot of the South is ex-Irish Scottish and looking at some of the things here and where it comes from, it's fascinating looking at food as like a storyteller of people's culture and history. Like I know that like, Within my family, there are some meals that we have uh-huh. that are passed down from my the Irish side of my family. My mum does like this Irish stew, and it's funny. Like, huh. you know, you wonder like, my mum got taught that from her mum, and was right. that from her? And I know that. Remember when we cooked that thing when we were somewhere freezing? I can't remember exactly where it was, and we tried to cook that thing that your grandmother. Oh made. yeah, we tried to make. Uh... We tried to make chicken the way that she makes right, chicken. Right, right, right. But with yeah. the certain spices yes. and herbs that were... So my, my grandma's... Uh, I mean, she so she was born in Yemen. Um, and then when she was very, very young, because she was Jewish and her dad was a rabbi, and it was like, we need to leave or else we will probably get killed. Um, and they did. They Classic la- that's, Jews. <laughs> Always almost getting killed. I, I mean, it's a crazy story. I'll tell you about it sometime. But anyway... <laughs> But they so they made their way to Israel. But there's still uh, her cooking is still very inspired by uh, the Middle East, um, by living in Israel for so long, and like her Yemenite roots. Mm. Um, so yeah, a lot, but a lot of that is also similar to other places in the Middle East. Yeah. Like there's there's like common uh, there's common ingredients and common flavors, and it's some of my favorite food in the world. I mean, mm. I just love it. I will never forget that restaurant we went to in New Orleans. In New actually. Orleans, oh my gosh, what was it called? Uh, I think it started with an S H. I have no idea, but, but that it, was real. It was an Israeli place. Israeli like, food. Oh my gosh, was, oh my we had that God, that, that hummus, so that lamb hummus, is yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> okay, the show is uh, Act Two is starting back up. So just to uh, finish up this, uh, we have one last question. Um, we're going to do, I don't oh, know if God. you've heard of this thing. We're going to do <laughs> one of uh, the 38, or, I'm sorry, the 36 questions. Uh, this is the, the 36 Say questions. Say it's full title, yes, please. The 36 questions designed to help you fall in love with anyone. Uh, and Rob and I, you're, so throughout these short intermission episodes, we're going to do one of these questions We're hoping to time. fall in love. Uh, so you'll slowly <laughs> watch us fall in love. Uh, so I will ask you and you will answer. Mm-hmm. And then you will ask me and I will answer. Hit me. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Mm. Okay. I have my answer, but I need to preface that I have I have two answers. One would be my nan. Oh. Because my nan was like a big inspiration for me getting into musical theater, but she died before I got she got the chance to see me do any shows. So I'd love to see her and just tell her that, hey... I'm, hey, I'm, I'm doing, doing a, the thing. I'm doing the thing that we, we used to watch West Side Story. Well, that's very sweet. Yeah. And then got. the other one is Anthony Bourdain because he oh, is just yeah, sure. such a G. And, like, the places he got to go to. <laughs> and I would just love to probe his mind. And also it fascinates me that he was a guy that seemed to 
you know, have it all. Sure. He was like had this unbelievable career, traveled the world, you know, wealthy, famous, this, that, and the other. Seemed to have it made, but and had some kind of demons. Some demons, you know, like... yeah. And that, you know, that's fascinating. Yeah. Okay, Jacob. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Uh, well, since you gave two answers, I'm gonna copy you. Um, mm. Your first answer just inspired me to also say my grandfather. Yeah. Because uh, he passed away when I was pretty young. I can't remember how old I was at this point. But, like, from way, he, like, way too young, mm. he passed away. He was, like, 60-something. Mm. Like, way too young. Uh, and he was a wonderful man. And that's an, it's another thing where I was like... But uh, different from you, he didn't quite inspire me to do theater. Mm-hmm. But I feel like knowing that my theater... Uh, hobby was not just a frivolous hobby. Yeah. <laughs> would be uh, really take that, Granddad. No, 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 not in that sense. But <laughs> no. it'll like, hey, like uh, I made it so yeah, far. I've kind of made right. something yeah. of myself, you know. Um, but anyone in the world, I, oh man, that's really hard. What about Weird Al, you'd love to talk to him, surely. I would love to talk to Weird Al. <laughs> Weird Al is a huge inspiration for me. Absolutely, I. I got a lot of my music taste from Weird Al. I got a lot of my comedy taste from Weird Al. I, I think he's awesome. I've seen him in concert twice. Anyway, um, but I would. Pr- this is this sounds dumb, maybe, but I would probably pick like George Washington. Okay. I'm. Uh, I love the founding of this country. Like I think it is utterly fascinating, mm-hmm. and I think the uh, or Thomas Jefferson. Cause he wrote. All right, now the, you've got like four. You need no, to. No, I know. Okay, so I'll just, I, I'll just say, at least a founding father in the sense that I'm like I. Whoever's available at the time. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're all you busy. They probably got a lot of dinner the dates. The problem is, you know, George Washington doesn't want to eat in front of people because he's got the bad teeth. You oh know? yeah. Um, and I know that they're all also like incredibly problematic as mm. people back then were. Right, right. But I, the genius of some of those men, it like blows my mind, and I would love to pick their brains. Uh, okay, well, that's going to be our... Yeah, that's that. The show's started. We need to go. <laughs> yeah, we do need to go. Uh, so, uh, real quick shout out to the National Parks, who Woo. wrote the song Places that you heard at the beginning of this episode, and you will hear now as we fade out into the distance on this beautiful episode of Places. Another Another day. folks, it's Jacob again. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of Places, a travel podcast with theater people. If you liked what you heard, please consider leaving us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help. And look out for new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Alrighty, talk to you soon.